Mandy, how are you? You know what? Surviving. Um, that's all we can ask for in, in 2021. Um, trying not to screech at children on Zoom too aggressively. <laughs> I, I definitely feel that. Not screaming at children part, but I definitely feel surviving. Um, yeah, so you were a member of one of the oldest generations in Writer's House class of 2008 because um, writers house started like in 2005 which is like forever ago um how did writers house look when you were there what was the scene like what was the vibe like when you remember wow i mean you're asking me this you're asking an old lady to stretch her uh stretch her brain back um so <laughs> you know you do not look old i will say that you like you look like, like you could be like our age you know what? Thank you for that. I appreciate it. It's flattering. Um, the bags under my eyes from having a kid tell me otherwise, but, um, you know what? I appreciate it. Uh, no. So when I was in writer's house, um, I came in, in what was that? What? 2006, I think would have been the first year that I was there. So, um, I spent, um, and I came in as an, as an RA. Um, and so when I was there, writer's house was in Dorchester. You were just telling me that it is now in Queen Anne's. Um, and I remember the little, like the little classroom, um, that had like two windows in the basement of Dorchester, um, where like we would do like the workshops and, um, I was on the staff at stylus. And so like stylus meetings were down there as well. Um, and essentially it was also where, um, the like kind of poetry books, like chat book library was also downstairs. Um, and next to Jana's office. Um, and so that is like really funny that that has kind of carried over into um, being in Queen Anne's. Does Queen, do, do, does Writer's House still share, um, share space with, God, what was it called? It was it like Global Communities, I think, when um, I was honors, there? Honors Communities. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So like, I guess, I don't know if Global Communities exists. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do know we share this space with Anna Rundle. Um, so that's the honors humanity students. Um, occasionally they will pop in. Ah, that's really funny. So no, global communities was essentially there were like exchange students who lived in Dorchester as well. They had like the bottom. Some people, some folks were on the first floor. Some folks were on the um, on the like bottom floor. And then there were just like other random kind of kids who like lived there. Um, and as an RA, I got to know like everybody. Um, and so it was just it was. It was really cool. Like I'm still friends with um, my roommate, my first year, Leisha. Um, I'm still really good friends with them. Um, and, um, you know, I'm not, I don't write as much anymore, um, but it's something that I still do for just like personal satisfaction. I think I figured out like pretty quickly, especially after being surrounded by such talented people that I was like, I'm not going to be able to like make this, make this fly. Um, so I'm currently a teacher, but um you know, it's just something, it's something I look back on fondly. And I just think it's cool that you guys are, are kind of digging into the past, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely feel that. I remember when I first under Dyer's house, I was so intimidated by everyone else. I definitely did not want to share my work in workshop. And I was kind of thinking, they're so much better. It's hard. It's really hard to like be around, um, you know, to be around people who you're like, wow, that's like real, that's real talent. And then also to hear that they're submitting their stuff to like literary journals and getting rejected and being like, Ooh. Um, and so that was just, 
you know, it was really interesting, but it was also like really inspiring to like be able to read some of that stuff. And like there, I still, you know, I, um, put on the Instagram account. I was like, I have, I have copies of stylists from the years that I was there. And it's really funny to just like go back and read. Cause it's like, there are some really talented people. And I actually don't know. I mean, a lot of them, like, I mean, who knows? I'm sure if I Googled some of them, maybe they like made a, made a go of it and like got published and actually like continued to do it. Um, which I just think is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So when you were in writer's house, you did the poetry class, um, a concentration. So what did you do? Like, what was your like inspiration with that? You know, what did you write about? Um, yeah, so I was very, I mean, 2008, uh, which is God, a million years ago now, 2008 was like very emo era. And so I like to describe the stuff that I was writing as very emo um, and very inspired by just like being aggressively dramatic about everything. Um, and I look back, like I was, I was looking, like I, I have my, um, my chat book is like online. I don't know where the actual copy of it went, but, um, I pulled it up just out of curiosity and just reading it. It's really funny. Cause like, I think the poems fall in like these two different buckets. A lot of what I was writing about, and honestly, a lot of what I still write about is like family history stuff. Um, I wrote a lot about like my mom and, um, my parents and just like processing, um, you know, that stuff. Um, and then I wrote a lot of, but just like overly dramatic shenanigans about like love and, you know, feelings and, and stuff like that. Um, and I think like I mentioned Sykin, but I, after having discovered him, I was so, oh, I was enamored. I was enamored. Um, and that was the type of stuff that I wanted to write. I wanted to write just very cinematic, painting a picture for someone telling a story. And that's still this type of stuff that I like to read. Um, stuff that is like very cinematic, um, and very like vivid in that way. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that. So, you know, going back to your time, writer's house, is there any like, specific or like certain memory that you had that's like stuck with you since you graduated? Any fond memories? Oh God, I was like thinking about it and I, um, Oh, there are a couple cool things. So like I was the um, events coordinator for stylists for a period of time. Does stylist still exist? Is that yeah, still around? Yes, it's okay. still around. <laughs> Got it. Um, so I was the events coordinator. So like there were a couple cool things. Like once I coordinated a, um, like a poetry slam, I was also a, a DJ at WMUC. Um, is that still around? That's still, yeah, that's wow. still around. Okay. <laughs> Um, I would hope so. I think WMUC has like, it's like something like one of the oldest like college radio stations that's continually mm -hmm. running. Um, so yeah, I coordinated, um, and used some studio space there to do like a poetry slam. Like we did, um, a Dorchester like prom. That was really fun. Where like writers, house students in like global communities, um, came and we did, um, like a Halloween party, um, one year. Um, so all the folks, I mean, there were definitely like yeah, so all the folks in, like, Writer's House and other folks who lived in Dorchester came, uh, which was really cool. Um, but also, when I was there, there was the opportunity to do a fellowship at the Folger, well, I don't know what you would call it, but, like, there was a program at the Folger Shakespeare Library in D.C. where you could um, go to poetry readings, and you got, like, a free copy, or poetry and prose, you got a free copy of the book, um, and they had, like, a little reception afterwards um with like wine and cheese and I remember being very like hype about it because at the time I was not 
I remember when I started going to this, I was not 21, but I was getting, getting some wine. I was like, Ooh, this is fancy. But also, um, I got to hear some like really cool, um, work from poets that I would not have heard of before. And I don't know if you've ever been to the Folger Shakespeare library. Um, but it is just a really cool like space, um, that they, that they did it in. And there were a couple other like writers house students who um, came and did that. So we'd like travel into the city together and come back. So those are just like things that stick out to me that I remember as being like very cool for my time in writer's house. That sounds like such a cool experience. I wish I had that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what has been your journey been like after since you graduated from writer's house and you know, you share that you're a teacher now, you know, what led you there? Tell, Tell me your story. I'll tell you my story. Gather around, children. Um, <laughs> yeah, so essentially, I graduated from Writer's House. I, I actually did Teach for America. Um, I knew that I was interested in education. I thought at the time that I would eventually go back and um, re- like enter academia. Like, I was really like, I loved my English classes at Maryland. I loved Writer's House. I loved like the vibe of being around other like writers and academics. Um, and so I was like, but I was like, I'm going to go and make money because, you know, I need a job. So um, one of the things that I was really passionate about at the time was just educational equity um, and making sure that like kids get a quality education. And so I did Teach for America, Teach for America. Um, I'm just going to assume that people listening to this generally know what it is. I'm not going to explain it, but they sent me to Las Vegas. So right after graduation, um, I moved to Las Vegas, uh, which was supposed to be for two years. Um, I ended up staying for six and I taught, um, at that point I taught, um, second and third grade in Las Vegas. So like all subjects, second and third grade, um, as a way to like continue to like live my dream. Um, I actually like, I started a little poetry club after school and like, and, and, you know, taught kids different forms of poetry. And like, we read poetry together and talked about it, which was cool. Um, and that was like a school-wide project. Um, and so um, just kind of honestly from there, fell in love with teaching um, and specifically fell in love with teaching kids. Like one of the things that I reflected on a lot as I got older, which was like, I grew up really low income. Um, going to Maryland was like a huge deal for me and my family. And I reflected a lot on like what got me there. And one of the things that got me there, um, was school and having, having teachers who cared about me and spent the time to sit after school, um, and help me find like the passion in things like reading and in things like writing. And in a lot of ways, like writing, um, you know, during like some rougher times when I was younger, like really helped me. And so that's kind of one of the things that I try to bring to my profession. Um, and so I taught for six years there. Um, and then as I got older, um, I wanted to be closer. My family is in Maryland. I actually grew up in college park. Um, and so my family's in Maryland and so um, in, while in Vegas, I met my husband um, and I basically conned him into moving to Brooklyn with me so we could be closer to my family. Um, where I actually transitioned into, I don't teach elementary school school anymore. I teach middle school. So I teach fifth graders and I actually teach them ancient history, which is like a huge shift. Why do I teach ancient history? I don't know what they needed me to do. So I said, cool. Um, But it's actually also like one of my passions as well and has been been like a topic of of writing um, for me, like history in general, I just find interesting and like um, telling narratives and and trying to like imagine what people lived like in the past uh, is really cool. And so I teach kids history and I I talk to them a lot about like how 
why history matters and like why it's important to become good students and to ask questions and to be curious. Um, and you know, here I am. Um, I've been a teacher since I graduated in 2008. So this is my 12th year in the classroom. Um, and you know, a lot of it is just, again, finding, helping kids find the passion, um, for, for writing, um, and for reading and for just being curious, uh, consumers of information that I found. I love that. That's just such a beautiful statement. That, that was really great. Um, I definitely relate to that kind of passion and, and I love teaching as well myself. Um, that's really great how far have you come and 12 years has been amazing too. Um, my last question for you is what advice do you have for current writers as a student or something someone something uh, someone told you when you first started out as like a writer or in writer's house? Um, I think like two things stick out to me. Um, one of which is more like pertinent to, I guess, writing. Um, one of which is basically just, it's such a cliche, but please be prepared to kill your darlings. Um, I think when you write, I know that every writer's heard this, but like murder them. I remember like being in workshops and thinking that this one thing that I wrote that I was like oh this is such a cool fucking line it's like so cool and just listening because you know a lot of it's like blind uh blind feedback just listening to people tear it apart so just be like be your biggest critic take the feedback walk away from it and learn um and as a writer and I think that is you know that's really helpful. Um, and just in life, like take chances, man. Like I moved across the country twice with nothing but a job. Um, like literally moved to two new cities, didn't really know anybody in those cities. Um, and do those things, get uncomfortable, um, and make choices that you're going to look back on and be really grateful that you were uncomfortable for a little bit. And, um, it works out, you know, I love that. Like great advice. I will definitely use it myself. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for doing this. Um, anything else you'd like to share to us before we end it? No, just good luck and Godspeed and everybody stay safe and healthy. I love that. That's great. Uh, well, thank you so much for doing this, Mandy. It's been so nice to like meet you and talk to you and get to know you. Awesome. No, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and you guys are awesome for putting this together and, and, you know, Godspeed in the world and the adults, hashtag adults world. All right. <laughs> talk to you later. Bye.